Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal lovers, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm your host, Marie Hewitt, and as always, I'm so pleased you've tuned in. This morning, I've invited Stephanie Sands, a.k.a. the Pitbull Lady, to our program to help dispel the myth that these all-American dogs are dangerous. Up until the 1950s, pit bulls were known as the average family pet. It's only been in recent years that their reputation has been trashed by the media when, in fact, the only real bad dogs that anyone should be talking about have just two legs. Then, after our halftime break, Jason Ray from strutmymutt.com will be stopping by to talk about his special method of dog training and how he is partnering with shelters and rescues so that no pet will ever be returned. All this and more are coming up after a very quick message from the station here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'm pleased to welcome to the show Stephanie Sands. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? Good morning, Marie. I'm doing fine, and I'm I'm really excited about this uh, this show. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you way back in April at Pet Expo. I know you're a big advocate for the animals, and you actually call yourself the Pitbull Lady, don't you? Yes, I do. And what? I love the breed, and I love everything about them. Well, I guess that explains it. When when did you get your first pit bull? Um, actually, I've been working with pit bulls, and I am in the process of adopting a sweet, special pit bull, and I'm going to name her Lily. Uh, she was used as a breeder, and I'm going to be saving her from this friend's uh, animal. That's what I'm planning on doing. Wow, that's wonderful. Well, I hope that works out really well, and you guys have a long and lovely life together. Thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to it. How long have you actually been working with pit bulls, then? I've been working with pit bulls for at least the last two years, solidly. Okay, and, and what got you involved in this whole process? What got me involved in this process was uh, seeing uh, was meeting pit bulls by going to different events. We do a lot of different animal events, and knowing how wonderful the dogs are, meeting them through owners and seeing how receptive they are and what a wonderful breed they are and how friendly they were. I've never had a bad experience with Pipple, only positive, and then hearing the other side about how people are abusing this poor breed and uh, what's un- the undergoings that they're going through. I just feel my heart is, is for them. I feel I'm on a mission to try to give a, try to give them hope and uh, me and countless other people that are doing the same mission and try to give them, uh, show the people in a different light what they're really known for and what wonderful family dogs they are and everything else that's associated by this beautiful breed. Well, that's wonderful. And, and is it a 
actual organization, or are you just kind of a loose group of people who are working for a common cause? I'm with uh, Lord Is My Life Ministries. We're based out of Orange County, California, and we help out. Uh, we have two programs where we help out teenagers, and we're also helping out. We started a program where we're helping out animals that are abused and bringing awareness to animal cruelty. Well, That's exactly what we're doing. What a great combination. Congratulations for taking on such a, a worthy cause and being a champion for both groups. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I, I heard a story about somebody named Sergeant Stubby. Who is that? Sergeant Stubby, uh, believe it or not, is the most decorated military dog in history, and he is the only dog that has been promoted during his battles. That's who Sergeant Stubby is. And what kind of dog is Sergeant Stubby? A Sergeant Stubby is a pit bull. Oh, imagine that. You know, I think when most people think about military dogs, they think of German Shepherds. So this is a pit bull that had military service. And, and when did he serve? Uh, he served way back when. He served in the 1900s. He was one of the first military dogs that served in the French World War One for over 17 battles. Wow. And, and what was his job duty? His job duty actually was uh, locating wounded warriors, uh, helping out his warning his fellow uh, soldiers for gas attacks and listen for oncoming utility rounds. Wow. And he captured uh, the German spy in Oregon. That's what he did. And Sergeant Stubby met very important people in the military, uh, presidentials, Woodrow Wilson, Calvin Coolidge, uh, Harding. He was made a lifetime member of the American Legion, the Red Cross, and the YMCA. Wow, that's a pretty amazing uh, resume for for any dog, let alone a pit bull. When so many people think about pit bulls nowadays, they just think about these vicious dogs that will attack everybody for no reason. And that really isn't the case at all, is it? No, it's not. As a matter of fact, uh, from Little Rascals, going back a little ways, I'm revealing my age over here, Petey was uh, one of the star, uh, stars on that little show, and he had, that was Pitbull Petey. He was from Little Rascals. Also, Buster Brown, the shoe advertisement, also featured a beautiful uh, Pitbull. And also the Life magazine, the Pitbull Terrier, was the only dog known to be on the cover of the magazine for three consecutive times. Really? Wow. So and also they were the poster image for the U.S. during the uh, 1900s. That's they amazing. served the, representing the country for strength and dignity. I know my own family pictures from my grandmother and and some of the relatives they always had pit bulls in in the family shop they always just called them terriers i don't think people called them pit bulls back then but they were obviously pit bulls and and i remember everybody just always talked about them as being the sweetest most loyal friendly dogs ever with big old dog smiles <laughs> because they have 42 facial muscles while other dogs have 105 that's why it looks like the pit bulls are always smiling oh okay that explains it i just thought they were happy dogs <laughs> they are happy it depends on whose hands they're under the right owner they're the happiest they could be the best family dog in the whole world their loyalty is above the rooftop as well well, I and think also, you just hit the nail on the head. It all boils down to responsible pet ownership. If you have any dog, no matter what breed it is, whether it be a Chihuahua or a Great Dane, if you don't properly socialize it and teach it what's right and what's wrong, just like you do with your children, mm-hmm. it's not going to know, and it can behave badly. And if you have a large dog that behaves badly, that can be a real problem. So nobody should get a dog no matter what it is, and not socialize it properly. 
socialization is the key thing with a with a pit bull as well as any other breed to make him and engage him and be part of the family member. And and pit bulls can get along with other animals too. A lot of people say you can't have a pit bull with other animals, but I That's have a, a neighbor. Pit bulls can yeah, I have a neighbor who had a pit bull and a cat, and the cat ruled the roost. The Pipples can get along in any, they're a very adaptable dog. Under proper training, they can get along with any other animal. They can get along with birds, they can get along with cats, they can get along with any other animal as long as they're trained properly. That's the key thing, and engaging them in social skills, that's the main thing, engaging them. They have to have, a Pipple is not for everybody. They're a very intense, high energetic dog. Very strong dog, and they're not for everyone, just like just cars that are not for everyone, just mm-hmm. like certain people should not have children, and it's not for everyone. Yeah. That's the same for the pit bull or any other breed. It's under responsibility of the ownership. All leads, all roads lead back to the owners. Absolutely. And unfortunately, pit bulls tend to be the breed of choice for people who are not very responsible in a lot of cases, which is why we are seeing so many incidents involving pit bulls because the wrong person is getting this amazing dog and treating it badly and not socializing it and perhaps even getting involved in illegal activities with it, which is very disappointing. It is very disappointing. That's what it has to be addressed, and it has to start out with the young people um, going to schools and educating young people about animal welfare, how to love and respect an animal at an early age, because there's a lot of poor role models out there that are abusing breed this breed and other breeds and illegal activities, uh, dog fighting, for instance. Uh, that's one of the worst animal cruelty issues to me that I feel very close to my heart. I mean, it's such an injustice to this wonderful breed. Absolutely. It's the, the reason why it's so easy for them to make a pit bull into into in engaging them in illegal activities, dog fighting, and things of that, because the pit bull is so easy to please that sometimes it works against them. They do anything to want to do anything to please their owners, and that's why it sometimes works against this magnificent breed. Absolutely. I know everybody was so sad when the Michael Vick case came around back in 2007, and it was just so disappointing to see someone who should have been a role model, who should have been teaching our youth how to be a kind and compassionate person, and instead he was engaged in dogfighting, and and that just broke my heart. It is, and the only thing that the Michael Vick a case did, which to me is put a spotlight on this terrible, horrific animal cruelty to this breed and other breeds. It, that's the only thing. It shined the spotlight. It got national attention in 2007 for the Pipple breed and for the ills of dog fighting. That's the only thing it did. Well, hopefully all of those dogs are now living happy home or now living happy lives in good homes. I heard a lot of them got adopted out and are doing great now. A lot of them have been rescued, and a lot of them, believe it or not, made a 180-degree turnaround and became service animals. Wow, service animals. No, yes, they did. That is amazing. So they went from the most horrid life in, imaginable to being a service dog. Absolutely. They made the people work with them, a lot of rescue groups, a lot of people that had uh, such a heart on their sleeve after they heard about the Michael Vick's uh, escapades that are still lingering in our culture today. People took 
took note and tried to do something positive. A lot of groups tried to save them and rehabilitate them so they could be adopted out. It really just shows you the power of love. Just giving a dog the love and attention it needs will turn that dog into a loving animal, and that's into a loving animal. It's it's amazing what what some of the dogs have made such a wonderful transition. Now they're visiting hospital patients, cancer patients, children going to schools, and doing a and goodwill ambassadors at this point. Amazing. Well, we definitely need to end breed discrimination because it has nothing to do with dogs at all. It only has to do with hysteria and the media feeding that stereo or meeting feeding that stereotype. So, thank you so much for stopping by the pet place today. Thank you so much, Marie. And uh, I hope that what I do want to leave people with is to educate and not legislate, and to show that there's a different way. That that's my main mission, and to give this breed a chance. Because in the right hands, they will shine. They will be the best family dog. That's my my whole mission is to do this, well, we to spread the word out. The very best with that mission. And we need to take a very fast break now. But when we return, Jason Ray from strutmymutt.com will be stopping by to chat about his special dog training methods and how he's partnering with shelters and rescues to make every dog adopted able to stay in its new home forever. So stay right where you are, and we'll be back with more of The Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and my guest for the second half of our program is Jason Ray from StrutMyMutt.com. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm doing great, and good morning, and thank you for having me on. Oh, I'm so glad that we could finally get you on the air. We've been talking for a couple of years. I met you at Pet Expo a couple of years ago when StrutMyMutt.com was actually sort of like Facebook for dogs, only it's completely evolved since then, hasn't it? Yes, yes. We actually did start as a social platform, and we're really just using a social platform to provide training services um, to people. And the way that it's transformed is we skipped all that. We said, you know what, people like Facebook, so we'll let that be, and we'll just provide training services and then make it fun to share the training videos, which has worked out a lot better. (laughs) Okay, so training services for people. So you tell people to sit and stay and roll over. That's right, yeah, or for (laughs) dogs, I meant. (laughs) Yeah, well, actually, it is both. Believe it or not, we have to train the owner. Oh, I believe you completely because so many people have no clue about what's involved in dog training as far as consistency and making sure everybody in the family is on the same page doing the same thing. It's, It's really incredible watching people saying, well, I've gone to dog obedience school, but my dog won't do anything I say, and it's usually because the people are making mistakes. Yeah, that's right. There's a couple reasons that we see for that. One is, you know, it's the way that the system works. So, you know, these these guys love their dogs. They go to a dog training class. It's so much information in a short amount of time, and it's hard to expect these owners to learn all this information 
And that's the value of a video-based platform to where they can continually come back. So, oh. like for me, I have three young boys, mm-hmm. and if I want to, you know, teach our dog how to sit and get them all on the same page, well, then they can all watch the video and then watch it as many times as they want okay. until they get it. And then and they so would all be doing kind of the same thing. we're bridging that learning gap. Okay, okay, that makes sense. You know, one of the biggest problems I have in my household when it comes to, to dog training is, I have set rules in my mind about how our dogs are supposed to behave. For example, I don't think that we should give our dogs treats at the dinner table. And so when the dogs come around at dinner time, I tell them to go lay down and they they listen to me. But then my husband sneaks treats to them while we're eating. And so all of a sudden the dogs are showing up around the dinner table because they're getting used to uh, having somebody breaking the rules. (laughs) That's right. It happens. It really happens. I, especially as a dog trainer when I was more in the field, it was, it's so hard to get everyone on the same page when it comes to training. I think the one thing that we have to realize is like what you're doing, teaching them to not beg for food, whether it be at a table or anywhere, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's such a great behavior. And we just have to convince our spouses, hey, we're doing what's best for the dogs. Yeah. And begging for food is not what's best for the dogs. So do you have a training video on how to train your spouse? Yeah. You know, <laughs> we can make that one. <laughs> it might be sensitive, so I'm not sure, but maybe we should make one of those. Um, okay. So, I'm just but, hey, teasing. we do say in the videos, we say there's no absolute one way to train your dog or mm-hmm. for you to learn. I believe there's all the different ways. We just make sure that we're loving and use a positive method. So maybe if we make a video around that, the spouses won't mind. Okay. <laughs> so walk me through what happens at strutmymutt.com, and that's just S-T-R-U-T, one T, M-Y-M-U-T-T dot com. You got it. So, so basically what we've done is allowed everyone to get dog training for free. So we're going to show them how to use a positive method without hurting their dogs, one mm-hmm. that works, okay. and they're not going to have to pay anything. Okay. So basically they go to our website, they join, it's just name, email, basic information, or they can connect through Facebook, which literally takes about five or ten seconds, mm-hmm. and then it dumps them out right on the training homepage. And so they can go there, receive training right away, and then if they want, they can add their dog's profile, which is fun. Okay. And um, their dog, we're adding here in the next 60 days, we're adding uh, badges. So as they watch videos, their dogs get training badges, which is fun. Oh, wow. So kind of like being in uh, Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts for all those people who never made it. (laughs) So we went from Facebook to dogs to Boy Scouts to dogs in all of one year. (laughs) Oh, that's fabulous. And what training topics are you covering? So we're covering basically on the network right now, and we're in the midst of filming 12 brand new ones right now, which will be up in about 40 days. Okay. Um, We have, I think, 15 behaviors, sit, down, stay, recall, um, permanent down, stay, uh, those type things, leash walking, loose lead walking, all the basic ones, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. And then we cover... Dog problems, things like fence jumping, puffy nipping, potting in the in the house, marking, um, all of that is on there, which we're adding to that base. So 
and if you go through the rescue program, we cover everything from, there's literally about 150 videos on there, but everything from what you need before you rescue a dog to what you do when you get them, how to train them, and what to do after. So it's pretty robust. You have been really busy for the last couple of years, haven't you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. At the end of every month, I have to come back home and say, hi, I'm your husband. Hi, children. I'm still your dad. I'm here. Hang tight. (laughs) Oh, man. But it's all for a good cause, and I understand that you're also partnering with shelters to make sure that dogs that are adopted don't get returned. Yes, that's right. So we've actually signed some contracts with some fairly large counties, which I can't say just yet until we're completed through the program. But basically, um, we're going to cover almost all of Southern California. And what we're doing is it's really neat because we've hooked in and partnered with like a pet finder mm-hmm. and their technology. Wow. So when you actually adopt the dog from a shelter, your dog profile gets transferred over from pet finder. So they don't even have to add the profile. It just goes on there and they get access to training. Well, that's very convenient. So you adopt a pet from a shelter, you're all brand new at this, and immediately you have access to all of these wonderful training videos. That's right. And the key is, is we want, we never want cost to stand in the way of someone adopting a brand new dog. That's our focus. We want dogs to get adopted, but we feel like most of the time people think that they're damaged, and they're not. They're just a little confused, and they've been in a bad environment, but they're very much trainable. So it's so not true. Any other dog. It's not true then that that the old adage you can't teach a dog, an old dog new tricks. No, no, it is absolutely not. I hate that adage, but yeah. Me too. <laughs> that is not true. You can teach a dog anything, anytime, any age. It doesn't matter. Excellent, excellent. So these beautiful dogs from shelters and rescues, they all can get their education a little late in life, or if they're puppies, you know, right from the start. And that will just turn them into the most wonderful little family members ever. Yep, that's right. We want them to be a, a more integral part of the family, not just stuck in a backyard. We oh, want them to I be I hate on that. the go with the family, right? Yeah, being in the house, you know, hanging out with everybody. Dogs don't like being separated. That's what leads to behavioral problems to begin with, by being separated from their from their pack. Yeah, you, you believe it or not, you just... You hit the nail on the head with that. It's it's a vicious cycle. A dog has a problem. People don't know how to address it. They separate from the dog. The problem increases, and now they don't know what to do compared to just fixing it when it happens. I mean, as we're talking now, I'm looking at a shepherd, a collie, and a mini schnauzer that are sitting in my office, <laughs> and they love being just here with me. They're wondering yeah. why I'm pacing and walking. <laughs> <laughs> You're very entertaining, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> That is very cool. So, again, your website is strutmymutt.com, and strut only has one T, and everything is absolutely free. So how do you make a living doing this? <laughs> you, you know what? We get that question a lot. And, um, you know, it's just like, a, you know, Instagram and Facebook. They made it free, and then they monetized on the back end. Okay. And we'll have places for uh, pet owners to buy things like review pet products and things like that. The one thing we do want them to know is that it's not going to cost them to train their pet through us. Excellent. And so we'll have different services available that they could purchase through the website. Um, but we want to make sure that they understand that there's there's no cost to training. Oh, that is so wonderful. And, and you got into training how long ago? 
Oh, gosh, man, it's been so long. Um, I've been training dogs for over 10 years. I actually mm-hmm. started in protection work and transitioned into this. <laughs> so, Well, this sounds way more fun than, than teaching dogs how to be protectors because that kind of alienates dogs from being with their families when people get them to be guard dogs. Instead yeah, of you know what? A lot of people think they want a guard dog, and um, it, there's a very elite amount of dogs that can actually do that work. Mm-hmm. And when you try to teach them, you actually can ruin them as an animal in their psyche. It's just not worth it. Dogs are instinctually protective to protect their owners. I don't care what breed they are. So you don't, I get that question all the time. I want my dog to be a guard dog. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> Good for no, you. you. Don't. I'm proud of you, Jason. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. And again, you're at strutmymutt.com. And I wish you the very best of luck with that. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. And it is time to take our last break of the morning. But when we return, be ready for Pet Place News and Events here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Do you like street fairs? Well, as a dog lover, you're going to love this great event in Los Angeles. It's the Doggy Street Festival. Come celebrate our pet companions and perhaps even find a new furry best friend. Enjoy good eats, music, cool pet products, a kid's area, cupcake lounge, valuable information and services, and special guests. It all takes place Saturday, July 20th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Westfield Century City Mall located at 10250 Santa Monica Boulevard in Los Angeles. For more information, visit www.doggystreetfestival.org. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org to send us your comments or suggestions for the show and see what other fun animal-related activities there are on the Pet Place calendar. You can also visit us on Facebook. Just add backslash Pet Place Radio after Facebook.com. Well, that's all for me today. Remember... Pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.